November. I know this is our second week of November. Happy. Oh my gosh. Do y'all know? Oh, I just thought about it, it was something else. I thought that I was going to another way. I was going to go with the show this week, but it doesn't matter. I, I totally forgot. But me just remembering this, that this week, not that it's the month, but this week is national hug week. Isn't that cute? Oh, that's so cute. I was going to come up with the whole acronym for hug, but I forgot. Um, anywho, <laughs> Uh, welcome and welcome back to another episode of the B-Mix right here only on BigSchoolsRadio.com. You already know who Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time are for the unseen, the unheard, the overlooked, the forgotten, whether it be the forgotten part of you or for the person that does not belong anywhere, me, B. So welcome and or welcome back. While we're in the swing of welcoming back, welcome back our special guest, Jasmine. Hey, Jasmine. Yay. Y'all should keep coming back, y'all. We ain't scared away yet. Isn't that a blessing? Listen, man, it's the love for me. I appreciate it. You don't even understand. I mean that. I don't take it lightly. Like I legit mean it. Like you just so you're just gonna just gonna keep on coming back. That's amazing. Absolutely. I appreciate it. It gives me fuzzies. <laughs> um all right, y'all, for real. I'm going to <laughs> I'm laughing because I know exactly what I'm about to say before y'all hear. Okay, so I'm going to try my best to stay on task. The 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 struggle is, I don't know what the task is, because when I say coming into this show this week, y'all, I didn't know what we was fitting to talk about until like, oh, what, I texted you like an hour ago? Yeah. Oh, child. Um, But we're here. <laughs> we are here. So I'm going to keep us right on rolling. Um, oh my goodness. How did I skip that? Oof, forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me for real. Above all else of all the happies, happy Thursday, happy November again, happy national uh, hug week, happy veterans day, man. Like, oh, yeah. Happy veterans day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Not from the bottom, but with all of my heart here on the B mix. Uh, we say thank you for your service. We salute you for taking that pledge um, of service to protect us from on this land and land afar. We really, really appreciate you. Okay. All right. And to get that one out the way, child, because, oh, Lord. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So our uh, moment of a... Um, of a history of racial injustice brought to you by Equal Justice Initiative, my favorite calendar. Uh, November 11th. First of all, it's 11, 11, 21. Does that not like do something for everybody? I love it. I don't know. It's just. Today's actually my cousin's uh, birthday. Oh, happy birthday, cousin. Right. Look, just cousin. <laughs> right. And I told her, when she told me, because I just, I re- like, just, you know how you have, like, cousins that you don't, inter- don't know or don't interact with you get close. And I'm like, when she told me her birthday, I was like. Right? Like, that's your birthday? You get to celebrate that every year? <laughs> right. right. I was like, that's a marvel number. Yes. So, oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> Happy birthday, cousin. All right. I love it. Um, oh, okay. So 
November 11th in 1831, Nat Turner, the Black leader of an anti-slavery revolt, is hanged in Jerusalem, Virginia. So I know I just brought a damper on our 11-11, but I think that in light of, uh, or yeah, in light of, um, of him being hanged, uh, being hung, of all the work that he has, all the legacy, rather, that he has left um, for us to cherish. Um, it's just that, like, we let's hone in on that, even though this date is shared um, for his, the day that he lost his life, but uh, or that it was taken from him, rather. Um, but to remember all that he has done, all that he stood for, um, and all the work that we still have left to do in his honor. So, Nat Turner, we salute you from here on the Phoenix. Oh, yeah. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Usually, I think for the most part, I get around to like reading um, our moment beforehand. And so I got excited. That's what I get. I didn't read. It's so short too. Usually they are like kind of long in the box. Mm. Um, and this one was so short. I got excited when I saw his name. So I was like, okay. And I didn't read the whole thing. And so I didn't know that it was going to bring my, move down a little bit. I know. It was, it was a bit, listen, it caught me off guard. You know, when you were like, I didn't mean it a day for a day. Like, I just felt like I was like, damn. I wasn't no gradual, just whoop, like it Ooh. caught me off guard and I was reading, you know, like whoop, I'm Ned Turner. I humbly apologize. Whew, I was not prepared. Um I love that you brought up your cousin because y'all, um, this week. We are getting into, we're just here to have another good old, another, a good old, another, another good old conversation. Just, can we just talk about family? Can we just do that? Me, familia. Like, I know that um, in times, especially um, around the the conversations that we have about, you know, here on the B-Mix, we talk a lot about reflection, self-reflection. Um, and then we have the queen of self-care and self-love, right? Um, and so when we delve into the things that help us to get or, or to ignite our healing journeys, um, mm-hmm. I know that we get into talking about maybe like past traumas with family and just past hurts or even caring hurts or whatever that is. And that is fine. You're still allowed to, and we still urge you, you know, to work through those those things. But I also realize that we need to be sure to um, keep the balance. I don't even want to say find the balance. You maintain the balance of appreciating what it is that we do have, what we have in family, what the family that we do have, the family that we were brought into for whatever reason, somehow, somewhere. God thought it was okay to put me into the family that I'm in. But hey, I'm here and I'm and I'm proud of it, right? I'm knowing all that I know, <laughs> knowing all that I even, you know, still want to work through and 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 work, not even work over, work to get over, but just work through. Um, I still appreciate family. And what brought me to even wanting to just have this conversation about it today um, is because I uh, recently lost my great, I think is that one great or two? Great aunt, great aunt Bertha. So rest in peace to Bertha May Hawkins, y'all. Um, shout out to her, man. Beautiful. Is May her last name? Mm-hmm. May is part of her. Is she has does she have a hyphenated last name? No, that's her that's her middle. Well, you know, it's like Bertha May, but you know, because yeah, yeah. I was like, is that her middle name? Well, yeah, I don't think okay. it's hyphenated. Like her first name is a hyphenate, so it's just Bertha May. So May is middle name, yeah. 
Um, and I, that's a good question. And I don't give me the line on her uh, her maintenance. Okay. Um, <laughs> one of my great great grandmother's name was actually May. Oh, and then I think my grandma, my father's mom's mom's last name was May. Oh, so like, yeah, I, I get it. I get where you were going. Yeah. I, yeah, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, her. And dang it, I just left the, I meant to actually bring it in. I was going to share it. I was going to share it though. It's in the um, newspaper, her, her obituary, but um, I was just going to have it with me for whatever reason. But yeah, so it, that's her middle name. I'm, I'm sure that I'm right about that. It's, I'm in my brain. I'm just trying to figure like, what is her maiden name? I, don't, I have no clue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I uh, go into the viewing just today with my dad. Um, it, it's it's crazy because so that's my father's side. My I'm sorry, my paternal grandfather's side of the family. So it's my father's father's side, and so my dad always like reverences his dad. Like he loves his daddy, right? Talks about how stern he was, how mean he was, but just in a way of that a man loves another man, like loves his dad. Um, and so, which I can appreciate, um, even with, like I said, and so of course, yes, we fall into the, the, the different loopholes of like, well, I didn't know this, or I wish I could have known that or this or that, but I just literally just staying in the light of family tonight, Mm -hmm. um, of just like that being a positive thing right there. I hold on to that. Um, and one thing, just a dip for a second that I do hate though, is that I don't know my father's side of family really at all. Um, and definitely not my father's father's side. Like, do not know. But I know that I come from a huge family. So the crazy part to find out is that just the Hawkins alone, and there were a lot of people there just for the viewing today. Um, and so I was told that just the Hawkins part of my family is, he, like, he was like, it, it was one person's wedding. He was like, there were 300 people already there. And then the rest of the family was trying to get in. Like, it was like, oh, right. people. Like, they said that back in the day when they had, like, um, because um, I want to call it what I'd learned that they called it in the South before I say that. Uh, what are we? Family reunions. When they yeah. used to have family reunions, um, that <laughs> they said that just the Hawkins alone were showing up by the buses. <laughs> like, sheesh, like, you know what I mean? Wow. So it's crazy. Um, and so I just, you know, it just gave me like feels today. Like, yeah. oh man, like it was so good. People just hugging and like, oh, okay, like you're Ben's youngest. Okay. Cause my dad's named after his dad and then I'm named after my dad. So, you know, they all like talk about that. And uh, so my great aunt, Bertha, her sister free, um, she, she remembered me like, cause she was the, I'm sure out of that like cluster that I'm putting together. Right. So it's not like I know this, but just putting stuff together of being there that she, um, she just remembered, like, you could tell, like, she was like the matriarch, you know, it's like the one person yeah. everybody seemed to definitely be going to at the, uh, you know, funeral, the viewing. And so I was going there and I mean, immediately she was just like, Oh, this is beneath. Oh my goodness. Like, yeah, she's grown up. No, I haven't seen her since she was like this tall, but I remember her. They remember me by being the one that correct. Listen, little black girl, little black boy, little boy, little girl, correct them every time, okay? <laughs> if they don't remember nothing else, they will remember that you corrected them about your name, okay? Listen, my aunt was just like, I remember you now throughout the whole night, she kept just repeating my name and like the way I must have like said it, that apparently I've just known for like spelling and correcting somebody for mispronouncing my name. And it's like, Lord, look how many times in my adulthood that I have allowed somebody to be like, Benita, and I'd be like, okay, just whatever, just come on. Like my dad does not. Play. It's so 
funny because I really, I find that it sometimes seems like people are just really, I don't want to say lazy. Lazy. But <laughs> lazy. I guess I would say lazy. Lazy. Because I've, and it's always those names that end with IA that like people want to create their own way to pronounce it. And it's like, first of all, if I tell you my name one time, it's not anything like foreign. Like, yeah, it might not be a name you've heard before. Right. right. But Girl. I've, I've witnessed it. Now, luckily, I have a name that is kind of common. People right. don't mess it up. Yeah. But even still, when I hear other people mess up names that to me is so simple, Girl. in my mind, I'm just like, right. Like, how? How did you do that? You either, literally, it's exactly that. It's either you're being lazy or you're working too hard unnecessarily. Why would you want to do either? Like The lazy I kind of get with Sansa's name and I love it because it has fueled me to always make sure that I get the correct... Yes? I wish my gas was... I wish my gas was... Where's your jasmine costume? I'm, I'm not sure. It might be upstairs in your room if it's not hanging up. How did all the beads come off your bracing? I got a lot of coming off. Because they're grandmas. They're grandmas? So you left out the house? You did not come in. Okay. You want to say hi to Princess Jasmine? Yes. Okay. Oh, Lord. Hi, hi Princess Sydney. <laughs> hi. Say hi, everybody. How are you? Hi, I heard you were trying to dress up as me. Princess Jasmine? Yes. yes, you can't find it. You have to look real good. Look upstairs. I'm sure it's in your room. Okay. If it's not a like break it. with all the rest of your princess dresses. I love that she calls me Princess Jasmine. My Girl. grandfather, speaking of family, my grandfather actually used to call me Pop Pop's Princess. Oh. So that was a big that was a big deal. That is I a big think, deal. I don't think that I've been called princess since. But now, you know, I'm declaring the whole Queen Me thing, so. Okay. I haven't called princess since because I turned into a queen. When the princess turns into a a queen. Period. (laughs) And see, that is so, I love that. Oh, shout out to you, Papa. I love that because it's so important, again, about just family and, like, the importance of family, of the good that we can hold on to is the, the deposits. We talked about deposits a little while ago of just the deposits that, or the impressions even more so, so even further than deposits, the impressions that are left upon us and the imprints that are left on us from family. And like, that is such a positive one, you know? Like, I'm not gonna say like, oh, because he called you princess, that's how. But, you know, I always do think of like correlation of just like, you know, come on, queen me, like, right. ma'am. <laughs> and it's because, well, when I was younger, my papa called me princess. So I knew I was royalty. I just like, you know, <laughs> I'm alive, period. Like, and like Sydney, I dressed up as uh, Princess Jasmine every Halloween for like five, five years. As you should. <laughs> you need help to put your top on? You found it? Good job. Okay, let's just get your top on. There we go. We found Princess Jasmine, everybody. And I'm thinking, so, and another thing, too, to bring up. Oh, congrats, Sydney and Jasmine. <laughs> you said congrats. But, um, congrats like you, I also. I'm not close to my father. And and I was actually just talking about this the other day. It's so funny that you oh, said right. that. Now, mine's, I think, is a little bit deeper because I actually, like, don't know my father's father's family okay. at all. Like, okay. his biological family. Gotcha. And so, 
I've told my father and my grandmother, because his mother is still living, like, don't you think it's kind of, like, necessary? Like, he has other children, and I'm a single Black woman. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Baltimore is small. Talk, Jasmine. (laughs) Talk, Jasmine. Talk, Jasmine. Listen. Yeah, you know, the last thing I want is to get in a relationship with my cousin. Have intercourse with my cousin. Get married with my cousin. With my cousin. With my cousin. <laughs> like, come on. Listen, I finally, and I know I told Joe a while ago, but I finally like had this like it wasn't even in depth, but just it was definitely more in depth than I've ever. Because I tried to ask him only once more of an in-depth conversation with my dad about the the incident I told y'all about, like met somebody and then like initially like learned his last name. Not Richardson. Oh, Lord. Then he tell me, you know, like just a refresher for any first time viewer um, that long story short, I met a guy. I feel like as far as I knew, because we didn't get to know each other long. <laughs> um, but it, well, all that I could tell, that was the only reason that I just could not talk to him. That was a big one. But still, so meet him, learn that his last name is the same as mine. And then what made matters worse um, for me, one, it was that he was he was pretty nonchalant about it because it, it, and I give kudos, though, because, um, of course, I'm always thinking things different, uh, deeper. And so thinking of like the in, what's in between the lines as well, like the difference between me not being very sure of, you know, my father's side of his family. He references his family all the time. He talks about all the different memories that he has and just to be around him. Oh, my dad was just, he could not stop talking. He's around everybody, hugging, laughing, ha, ha, ha. And my dad is, let me be very clear, my dad is very mean. <laughs> he is very stern, like he don't play. Um, so to see him just really enjoying himself was a good thing, right? And so still, even with him representing his family so much, I've even, even tonight, that's what I'm like, you know, all my life has always been like, he, he would refer to somebody and say like, yeah, my cousin such and such. And it's just like, well, well, if I'm your daughter, that's my cousin too. Like I should know them. I should right, right. know that, right? So I'm sure there's something unsettled there. Like, was there a something? Is it why my mother didn't want me around? I don't know. Who, who knows, right? And so just me just trying to forget about that and just really just was able to just enjoy tonight, right? And so, but the the back to the point for like for any um, new viewers, just to catch all up is that, like I said, I met someone and then... Um, it wasn't even a long time ago. I think like a month or so ago. Anyway, and so learned that his last name is also Richardson. And so he was nonchalant about it. That was definitely like, but the, to learn that the difference that he was nonchalant because he was sure of his family. He said he knew, he was like, I ain't never seen no pictures. None of our gatherings, like nothing. Like I know my family, like, all right, <laughs> trigger. But but also <laughs> the, the, the second hang up for me or third rather it was the Richardson thing him being nonchalant and then the which even though I understood him being nonchalant but still uh, it was too nonchalant for me and then the mm-hmm. third hang up was the fact that he said it's something along the lines of like his grandmother that she's where Richardson came from or whatever right as far as he remembers back um, but really what her other name I don't even think it was marriage it was just like what the other name her other family name or whatever was Jones so I don't even think it was like I don't think it was like maiden name versus married name. It was just something. And so Jones is my mother's maiden name. I said, not cousins on both sides. No, we can't do that. (laughs) No, sir. And then it would take like a study between my father's father and my mother's father. The two parts of my family, I absolutely, you know, because it's the four parts, right? The two that I absolutely know nothing about. 
no, sir. Like, no, I can't, I cannot. He's hit me up even quite a few times. Like, sometimes, like, Donna Rose has been like, hey, have I not heard from you just because you still think we possibly related? Yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> God bless mm-hmm. you, though. Like, right. stay, stay yeah. up, cousin. Like, <laughs> like but, See you at the reunion, because I'm going to figure it out. Okay. And see, my problem is, and I even told him, I just told my dad this early. I was like, I didn't even, I legit said, um, I said to the guy, I was like, you know, I'm not, I'll be honest, I'm not even vested enough to even like do all this research to find out if you are, if you're not. It's just, I'm in my head about it. I I would never be able to get over. You could not stand up in my wedding and say, you know, you are now Mr. and Mrs. Richardson and everybody looking like, but that's already her name. <laughs> it can happen. I, I, I cannot do that. I, so you really want to change it? Oh, good question. So, mm, oh, and this is a topic I have been saying I wanted to get on. And we, I will definitely commit like a whole show to this one day. Um, it's funny because, so I'll, I'll really be transparent and say who I think who I think that God may have, may or may not have told me or shown me is my husband. Uh, that's the only time I've ever considered that I would actually change my last name. What I always thought is that I would hyphenate my last name. And I didn't realize that it was worth a full-on conversation until I started learning that there are just women out here that think differently. I then had to go back and realize, well, why have I always thought automatically that I would hyphenate? And I know because my mother had hyphenated her name easily. Like I was in Jonesford, yeah. like easy. So I, I don't know. I have to now leave that. I don't know. It, it may or may not, especially because now I think of just all that I'm building. Like I ain't saying I'm one of the people that's like, yeah. my name, but you know, but I get it. I don't I know. What, how about you? What and it's saying? funny because I never really gave it too much thought, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I was always like, for a good amount of time, I was just like, well, yeah, I guess I'll change my name, right? Okay. And like every time I start messing with somebody and I get super excited, I'm like, well, yeah, let me see what if my I'm name Right, is. right. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. You have to, Jazz. You have to. If your name don't fit, it, it must have quit. I, we never gonna work. We're not a match. Like, we're not gonna work. If I can't, just told you. Okay. <laughs> but literally, I feel like Jasmine goes with like almost everything though. Yeah. Okay. Like, so many times I was gung ho and I was like, oh yeah, that's gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine, what? Jasmine, please. Jasmine, thanks. Right. Jasmine, <laughs> Jasmine. My last name's a bit experimenting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like this is what I meet somebody like are, are you this could work okay well, let's see uh-huh hilarious Ooh, hey, but, you're really excited. right no really right you're like why oh just because your last name works with my my first name but we'll see mm-hmm. and I'll be worried about initials too girl I think it's all into it so I'm okay. glad to know I'm not by myself no so it's funny to bring up the fact that we're talking about family tonight and to bring up marriage because I know that one thing I and I didn't make any notes so thank you Lord for just helping me remember something that I said I wanted to bring up because you saying that definitely just made me think of this that I know a big thing for me is that I really because again to be there and just to like hear and learn because I, I really in my opinion I don't know nobody and so even we go we go to the house you know like I haven't had that experience like I just haven't especially on my dad's side and so I kind of remember 
way back when there was one cousin and you like re-meet her and just, and I'm just remembering like, oh, I remember being younger and being at my grandmother's house and there was a funeral and she was there and whatever. That's all I remember though. Um, mm-hmm. And so she's a name was kind of different. Um, and so, but either way, it just, I was paying attention to like, so being at the house, looking at pictures, right. And I'm seeing, I mean, even the slideshow at the viewing were some pictures where there were so many people in a picture. I'm like, that's just a family. That's a part of a family that's amazing to me because one of my things that bring my I'm talking about black boy joy were just things that you know bring me joy in general right just visuals to see is like pictures of especially old pictures I love vintage pictures but to see black family like a group of black people and like you because you think of everything that goes to you mean to tell me y'all make call before social media before phones and cell phones on y'all got everybody together got everybody I guess dressed alike or close or whatever yeah. you know clean and nice and and got them standing and looking at a picture to smile child that's a lot right now yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah. all of that like it had me thinking though of just seeing those pictures and being with that same cousin and she's like pointing out she's oh yeah that's such and such yeah I think that's such and such as wife and so immediately it just made me think of like bro this is I've thought about this younger um like 20s Benia but 30s and over Benia has to, like it is a definite that I marry into a family that is just that a family okay. I, I need yeah. that I, I, that is like more than a necessity for me. Like I need to know your relationship with your, with your family. I need to know the dynamic, like, right? And I'm not saying I need to know all the trauma and this and the third, because I get like, <laughs> I do have to tell myself often like Benia, a first date because <sighs> naive Benia used to be like, well, yeah, first day you need to be running everything down to me. I don't care. Like I'm transparent. Why can't you be? But I understand that's not how it should or could work, whatever. Um, I but like I, I realized, like, it, huh? No, it. I said I used to be like that, and sometimes I still am. Listen, okay, right. You saw me struggle to say that. Because <laughs> it's like, sometimes it's like, just tell me. I just need to know up front so I don't even get excited. That's it. That's it. And then more so, so that way I can gauge if this is really what I want. Do I really want to, you know, even try to be like, okay, well, you're nice and like, because I'm still struggling. <laughs> I am still struggling to see myself like in a relationship with someone. I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen eventually, but for whatever reason, I cannot fathom. Like, I can't see it. It's weird. It's, it's not one of those, like, I can't see it as in like something eventually, but I just, I can't picture it. Like, yeah. you know, like, like, wow. So I would just be talking to the, like, that's okay, I guess. Like, somebody would like me that. Huh. I'm currently in the process of um, reevaluating my vision of what or expectations mm. of a relationship. Like I always kind of had like this idea, and then when I got into the relationships, realizing that that wasn't—I don't know if it wasn't real, yeah, realistic. Gotcha. I mean, realistic, gotcha. uh-huh. or if um, you know, it was really um based on things I've seen in movies and TV mm-hmm. shows mm-hmm. and thinking like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, this is what this should look like or this is what this will look like. Mm-hmm. And um, I ain't gonna lie, I am a person who loves the honeymoon phase. So okay. like, yes, that's, mm-hmm. that's my that's my jam. Like if we, <laughs> we could be in honeymoon phase forever, then I would choose that. <laughs> but it's not realistic. Gotcha. And so then I have to remind myself, like, 
I would literally try to make a relationship stay in honeymoon phase, probably just because gotcha. I'm the type of person that just be so excited. Like, I just be so excited. Right. Then, right. like, until right. then I could get a little itchy. <laughs> <laughs> Got it though. I hear yeah. you loud and clear. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then that'll topple over. And so now we might be needed. And it's like, what happened? Right. <laughs> so well, we just got along and we right. just like Gave them each other's eyes. Look at me. Look at me. Just randomly gave me kisses. Like, where did they go? Where is this? Right? It's really that. Yeah. It's really that. It's a struggle. And I'm trying to like lower my. No, I don't want to say I'm lowering my expectations, but I do kind of want to say I have lowered my expectations because I think that I have very high expectations and that some of those high expectations are unrealistic. Okay. Ooh. That's good. That's good. That's good. And that's, that's profound, like to, that's a good pill to swallow. Um, so lowering the right one. Right, there you go. Right, right, right. Because I, I love that. It's even powerful. Ooh, Lord, y'all, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I even, um, I periodically I make a list. Like, I'll write a list of I things like that. that I want. I've I made pros and cons of, like, definite things that I want, definite things I don't want, or probably some stuff that I might could, you know, be yeah. a little bit. Maybe we can. It depends, you know? Now, this list, have you ever, because this is so good because I'm thinking about the time, uh, the only times that I've written lists has been in a relationship and usually on the decline of the relationship. So on your list, are you talking about that you, in general, that you're saying, oh, I love that. Yeah, what I want out of a relationship or out of a man or like expectations. That's That's so good. Just even noticing some some trends and some behaviors and things that I say that I want. But then it's like, you know, sometimes you say you want certain things and then when you get it, you realize that's not, maybe that's not what I want. (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> definitely not what I need because that's yeah. what I think it's like now I really need to have what it I really want to have what it is that I need uh-huh. and I'm I'm sure I'm learning that it just doesn't look like <laughs> what it is that I thought it would have looked like and so even when you talk about um I think you said traits or something it makes me think about I swear I had to been on a radio today I think um, or just somewhere recent have I put it on social media I can't remember but at some point I've heard someone say that you you have to consider I think of course it's talking about like relationships like past but you have yeah. to consider who you were with that person who you became mm-hmm. did you like that and it's things that I've talk, thought about and I've, I remember that being the basis of some of my like frustration <clears throat> and I guess my perspective of an argument or a debate of being like I don't even like who I am with you anymore or who yeah. I'm turning into you know become like I don't yeah. want to do this person I'm fussy I'm naggy like I pride myself on not being a nag like because I know that I am a wife you know and I want I now know when talking about like differences between you know or really knowing wanting what it is that I need I need someone that has always known that he's a husband yeah you know, or that knows that because that does make you you know it just makes you consider things differently. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, yeah. hopefully it doesn't allow you just, you know, hand that thing on out, <laughs> you know, oh, willy nilly because that, that is important because a lot of guys, there are guys that don't want that. And like, I've met plenty of guys. that's like, Oh no, I'm not, uh-huh. 
I don't want a girlfriend. Like, mm-hmm. that's not even on my radar. Right. So if I know that, like, ultimately, yeah, I'm trying to be somebody's even girlfriend, mm-hmm. maybe wife. Mm-hmm. Um, certain things I just, like, through life experiences and through, like, things that I've seen, I still wonder if that's even something that I actually really, truly want. Okay. Being married is one of them, okay. but I, I, it's still very high on my, like, want yeah. list. Like, but I could also see myself saying, hmm, do I really, could I see myself getting married or could I see myself in like just a long-term committed relationship? Yeah. But the reason why I say I couldn't see myself doing that is for one main reason. I know I have had like relatives of old of an older nature, yeah, you know, right to where I wanted to go. Right. Go ahead. And so my uncle, he was with his long-term girlfriend for 20 plus years or something and so even though they had built this life together um in the eyes of the law and in the eyes of my family when he passed away um they didn't feel like she was entitled to much where she felt like she was because that essentially was hers you know like the house they lived in and things like that and so or even like the car and so that was a big thing. Like the my my family pretty much told her she didn't deserve anything. And I, I kind of felt bad for her only because they had been together so long. I called her my aunt. <laughs> you know, right. Was, no, right. Right. So in that regard, and even with me just being in a, a three-year relationship with my boyfriend that passed away when I was younger, their his family not acknowledging me. On the obituary, they just they just called me a special friend, but they didn't like put my name, and I felt kind of like, mm-hmm. like we lived together, we both Man. had the same, like the situation happened to both of us. But I mean, now that I've gotten a little older, I, I guess I can potentially see where they are, they were coming from with it because we were so young. Maybe they didn't feel like my name needed to be permanently in his obituary that other people would look back on for years to come. Like, oh, yeah, and Jasmine Russell. Like, okay, so she's probably. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't. Don't. <laughs> moved on and got a new boyfriend by now. At the time of his death, I was 20. Wow. And he was 23. Okay. But for me, it it, it hurt so bad. Yeah. Just because, you know, that was my person at the yeah. time. Like, we literally, our name was on a lease together. Like, we had been together for multiple years. And in my mind, before his death, I foresaw us getting married and, like, having kids and everything. The whole nine. But, yeah. Ooh, that's heavy. I am, you know me, I have to be me and acknowledge your... Your feelings, your experience, that is heavy for me because I I can't imagine. I will tell you that. There are definitely things. This is exactly why I carry life um, this way. And I've always carried life this way that I don't care what it is that I've gone through. I'm never trying to like one up somebody with, you know, oh, I went through this. I went through this. Like there are just some things that I know I am not meant to deal with and that is one so I I could only imagine but good for you as far as being able to even consider like oh I'm sure this is probably you know where they were coming from what they probably thought good for you because I ain't gonna lie me speaking from something that I haven't experienced I'd be on some like (laughs) no no I don't get it 
I don't appreciate it. They shouldn't have all of that. But um, it makes me think, I, I, oh, that's what it is. I forget that. I forget. Yes, Maui. Everybody just want to talk to mommy right now. Um, but the, what was I about to say? Oh, that when you talked about your uncle and just talking about that, it was something right before you said that though. And when you started talking about your uncle, it made me think of just like earlier when we were talking about the imprint of families. Like, yes, Maui. Yeah. If you have, yes, what yes. Do you want to get up here? Is it what is happening tonight? It's a fan, it's because we're talking about family. It's my family, y'all. It's my little family in here. Just my baby girl and my man, the cat, apparently. Oh, you're on mute. You're on mute. Say it again. Okay. My bad. There we go. I forgot I wasn't I wasn't on uh I have muted it. Speaking yeah. of family, yes. I just had to relocate because don't look at my background. <laughs> because my brother, my brother just got out of prison and he has company. <laughs> okay, welcome home. I was waiting. I was making sure that I didn't say it before you said it. Wow. You know, I, I honestly I guess I didn't just bring it up because I just wanted to be like not related to what we were talking about but that was like perfect because I know everybody just saw me pick this camera up and walk around (laughs) (laughs) and that's okay too that's what I mean like that is is, the imprint of family is just it's I think it's safe to say that the imprint of family good bad and different so literally just the imprint of family is the longest lasting impression that one could ever have. And <clears throat> the point of it is, because there's always a charge, be very clear. So that's that's one beat, I guess, part one of B tip of the week is to remember, it's really just a reminder um, that the longest lasting impression that you will ever have is the imprint of your family. So part two, or that was part A, part B of your B tip of the week um, is because there's always a charge to everything. So your charge in knowing that um, and considering that is is then for you to be sure that the imprint that you leave on mm-hmm. your family, from the family that you came from and the family that you either have created or one day will create, is for you to leave such a lasting, positive, influential, impactful, uh, you know, imprint. It, that is yeah. so, it is so very very important. And I remember, uh, I think yesterday, uh, maybe a few days, sometimes this week, what's today? Thursday. Uh, yeah. So it was this week, um, that it was a, a man and it happened to me to run the same age as my dad. And so I was like, walking, I was doing my miles around the lake. And so he catches up with me. He's just like, Hey, you're doing a good pace. Like you just started talking about that. And then I told y'all people just love to talk about their stuff. And so come to get out of it that, you know, he and his sister um, are considering or at least kind of started, but not really on this book about their mother. And just because he started talking about like the history of their mom and all that, and just some things. And I was just like, please. Like, I love that. Right, right. Thank you. Like, Thank I just you. was like, please finish well, that. you like, can appreciate it. Right, right. My brother. See? See, well, and so things on the work too works too together. As far as um, I'm glad to, I'm very glad to hear that. Because yeah. I'll be honest and I won't get too much into it. Um, but just how you reverence your mother and mm-hmm. the work that you're doing, I just mm-hmm. I think that would be so good. Like yeah. so 
just so it's so good. It's so much good around it. Like I love to hear you just talk about like, yeah, because she it just it ignited me of just the very first time that you mentioned that she was an entrepreneur. Like, what? Yes, like, yes, coming back, yes, like do that because again of the imprint that families leave on you, like no matter you know, how things go, whatever happens, like family still leaves that imprint. And so uh, unfortunately it does turn into if ever, you know, for, for those of you out there that you may be, you know, and I get it. And there's not, this show is not to leave anyone out. I totally hear you. If you are someone that, you know, might be scoffing at the idea of like, ugh, family, a good imprint. But um, I'll tell you that I think it's safe to say, I think I can safely conclude that all of us have something about our family that in this day and age, because we're not far beyond working through all of the family trauma. We're not far removed from the familial, uh, 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 you know, I don't know, (laughs) queries or uh, what's the word? Quarrels. That's the word I'm looking for. Familial quarrels. Like we're not far removed from that yet. Right. And I do think that some of that we can see in our lifetime and then, you know, generations to pass them on to. And so for those of you that, again, are scoffing at the idea of like my family, this or they ain't this or they don't feel this way, but I'm the black sheep, as am I. How, how about here's the balance, the balance that I have to sit in these two seats and wear these two hats. I am both the black sheet of the family as well as the matriarch of my family. Put mm. that together. <laughs> okay. So. That was so funny. I wasn't always the black sheep, but I feel like I am now. Mm. And oh, to I grow into this, the black sheep. Oof. Yeah, because I, I I was um I've always been a person who wanted to be accepted and wanted to be liked. And so I moved in a way that I knew that my family would accept and like mm-hmm. and now as I venture off into things that they don't necessarily like mm-hmm. maybe don't necessarily fully see the vision mm-hmm. um I do get scoffs like mm, what are you doing shout out to all entrepreneurs man I get it <laughs> but one of the things too that I actually while we were just talking um it came back to mind something I learned about my mother while working at social services and actually discovering that, first of all, it's not a publicized um, benefit that social services offers, even though they very much do offer it. But the thing is, is that most people are not eligible for it. Mm. So most people don't get it. Mm. Also, they don't publicize it. So most people don't even know about it. So like they do food stamps or whatever. And so while at Department of Social Services, I found out that the Department of Social Services helps people fund their business. And so you have to be a very, um, it has to be fully organized. You have to have a business plan. You have to have like a certain percentage of the money towards whatever you're starting, you know, whatever you need for your startup cause. And you have to like, you have to show like lots of documents and proof. Okay. I didn't know, I didn't even know about it. A customer came in when I was working there and asked me about it. And I was like, I had never heard of it. So I go to the back, asked us a couple of supervisors. One supervisor was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And so then another supervisor overheard it and said, Oh, go ask such and such. 
she's been here for a long time. She should know. Mm -hmm. So I go talk to her and she was like, yeah, she was like, it exists, but they're probably not eligible. Nobody hardly ever is eligible. And I've actually only seen two, maybe even, she said, maybe not even two people, maybe one person get it in the whole 20 something years I've been working here. Right. Now, I'm a little nosy. Now, of course, I wasn't supposed to do this, but I did look my mother up in our system because social services system dates back. Like, wow. you can go back decades. Wow. So I looked my mother, I took my mother's name in, not that same day, but like later on down the line. Yeah. Type my mother's name in, wind up like, you can see all the narration because that's something that's a requirement at social services okay. to narrate on a case and like, what the person is applying for, what they have, if they're going to get it, if they got it, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And so my mother actually received that benefit from social services when she was living. And the crazy thing is she received it two months before she passed. Yep. When I saw that, first of all, I was floored and I was like, I was impressed. Yeah, right? Yes, that's exactly how I feel. Right. Go, girl. <laughs> yes. Wow. And I was just like so incredibly moved, just even like reading this narration and like, wow, she was on her stuff. Okay. Like, and da, da da da. And usually it's something to was it whatever it was. I actually, I'm sorry. I don't think that is to start your business. It's to help you get something for your business. Okay. Like, like That's even Right. That's even better. So, my mother was a makeup artist. Yes. And so she needed a new car. Her car went up. And so she traveled. Okay. Things. And so in order for them to help her pay for this car, she had to prove that she had a business and that she was she had to come with a business plan. She had to come with all of this stuff. And and I'm sure that my grandfather helped her because my grandfather was a lawyer. Okay. And so it's just like so many things like generationally that kind of like pour into me that make me feel like mm -hmm. I know that I'm destined for greatness on whatever level it may be. It may not be like, oh, I blow up and be rich and famous, you know, because that doesn't have to be a thing right. to define the su success. That's it. That's it. That's your beat tip of the week, people. Woo! Keep talking, James. That's good. So, you know, my grandfather was a lawyer and he used to tell me all the time, Jazz, I'm not a good lawyer. Or, oh, I don't have as many clients and da, 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 whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, there are people who walk this earth that say, oh, I wish I could be a lawyer or wanted to be a lawyer, did not become a lawyer. He became a lawyer. He had his own office actually right here on Liberty Road. Oh, oh and, Papa. and so wow. I knew my grandfather to be a lawyer. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. And participating, go to court. Yes, <laughs> a lawyer.
you know, the, the uncle, the, the godfather, the godmother, whomever, if you have children in your lives that you are responsible for leaving an imprint, um, an impact, an impression, right? You want to make it a good one because of that, because eventually you would want them to look back on you and know that does not mean don't get it twisted of, you know, well, I'm not about to be that friend. I ain't that little friend. We can talk about all that later, right? Right. That the idea is for them to look back eventually and to have this feeling of, you know, I'm impressed, especially because it it has little really to do with what you did or what you said versus how you were, who you were, and then what they learn eventually. So as we are learning and delving into, you know, entrepreneurship where I can follow what you're saying, because it's like almost every day, especially now that I have finally yielded to, you know, this entrepreneurial journey, right, and path for my life that I never, still it baffles me, I never thought this was my call, okay? (laughs) Like, it, but it, I mean, it makes me salute the mailman even more. It makes yeah. me salute, you know, not just entrepreneurs, but anyone in any respective mm-hmm. that they find themselves. Like I legit save, oh, speaking of actually, so it was my daughter's Gigi. So, hey, Nikki, I know you said you wish you caught it from the beginning, but you're here now. We love you. Um, That's my daughter's Gigi, y'all. And I'm telling you, like you talk about family because I haven't gotten to the point of talking about, y'all see, we ain't talk nothing about uh, differentiating and distinguishing between biological and if it's your family, it's your family. Okay. That's it. That is who I want you to, when you lay your head down on your pillow tonight and go, you know, just get your good rest, you know, have that in mind, the good feels of who it is that you call and see and know to be your family, have those people in mind, right? When you go to pray tonight, when you go to meditate, you know, we go to fast tomorrow, whatever you were doing, do it in the name of family. Right. Um, and so I I got veered off for a second, but I like, I, I really reverence and honor everyone in their own respective because, Mm -hmm. um, even small things and small, cause it's just something I thought to do more recently that folks that I know that, um, Prime example, one by being Veterans Day. So definitely another shout out to the veterans. Um, and one in particular is, is what I call my sister. Y'all have seen her. She was on show a long time. It was actually the first time y'all even met Jasmine on a panel. So my sister, Andrea, she is in the army. She has been in there for some time now. Um, and she has semi-recently uh, received another promotion. And so she's a sergeant. So I have her, there's a funny name that I call her, like I play off of her actually named Wandrea. I call her Wandrea, whatever. But I have her in my phone as Sergeant Wandrea. So back to my daughter's Gigi, because that is who she is now. She's not my Nikki anymore. She's not my Nick. Um, she's Gigi. And so, but before she retired, which all that it's like people's accomplishments have always moved me right yeah um and so the things that keep in mind this is for us too when we just continue to navigate through our families right um and and i'm swerving around like swerving around the traumas and things it's not ignoring them but we don't always have to only keep those in mind is my point remember mm-hmm. earlier we talked about balancing yeah. and so as you're still navigating through your families and just even if you're struggling tonight with like the charge that i gave each of you that as you're laying down for rest tonight to think of the good of your family if you're struggling with that you know then there's just some small things that you could think of and so think of things that people that you know and that your family members have done that you know that that mattered to them, whether yeah. you agree with it or not. So it's very yeah. important for you to consider practice that first, because we know that the dynamic between 
uh, us and our our families. We absolutely see that in our, you know, um, romantic relationships, in our friendships, right? It just, it leaves that impression, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that being said, again, you something you really want to practice now just with your family alone is being able to celebrate back to what Jasmine was talking about that, you know, she said she has some family that's just like, girl, go back to work. What you, entre, entre for what? What are you doing? And so people are, as we keep in mind. Matter of fact, I had a family member today. It's so funny because uh, some of my family acts like I'm looking for work. And I'm like, and I think, I think that it's like people try to convince me to go back. Like, oh, I heard about this job. You would be perfect for it. Like my cousin came today because, you know, I've been my brother and everything. Everybody's wanting to see him. And so one of my cousins came earlier, like, really trying to sell me on this $100,000 a year job, right? $100,000. And he like, Jasmine, like, it's a lot of Right. That's great. What you, what you mean? Like, <laughs> right. Because right, they, and they see something to keep in mind that people just will not see the vision. And that includes your family. And that's yeah. okay. Y'all know it's my favorite thing to say, whatever the it is and add, and that's okay. Because it is, if they mm-hmm. don't see it, that's fine. That's still not to stop you. Last week, we talked about the conversation that you're having with you and mm-hmm. between you and yourself, the conversation that you're going to have to continuously encourage yourself because even your family, those that you might even be struggling to swerve around the traumas and the betrayal and the this and the that, and keep in mind the good, you know, you all, you're doing double work because you're also encouraging yourself like, okay, but that's why if you balance out with working through the traumas and the misunderstandings and all of that and being left out and being the black sheep and taking on the role of being the matriarch or the patriarch or whomever, whatever your role is and mm-hmm. then balancing out what it is that you still need to do to keep you. Mm-hmm. It is about you. And so in order to do that, and so like I said, just this last point is that um, I, again, keeping in mind of what is important to them and celebrating that. That's a yeah. very good practice. Cause like I was saying, just oh, back yeah, to, that's a good point. Huh, yeah. Okay, right. Like just back to um my daughter's Gigi that I literally have her she retired, which again, just retirement is a big deal to me. And I'm so excited for her about and then before then she had got a promotion and she's a sergeant. Like you can't tell me nothing. I literally never heard my phone is Sergeant Gigi. Like, shout out to Sergeant Gigi. Um, like it, it's things hey, that matter. Right? <laughs> like it's things that matter to other people that you can celebrate them for. I know yeah. nothing about Department of Corrections. I know nothing about it, but she worked in it. She did well. I, I salute her because I know it ain't for me. And, you know, and then to move up in the chain and to handle her business and to be respected, like those different things, because again, it's keeping in mind people in their own right, in their own position. The fact that somebody gets up, see, I think the issue is that we forget all that it takes and that it entails for us to get up and do what it is that we do throughout our days. Entrepreneurs, those of us who are working nine to five, those of us completely unemployed, doing nothing, whatever it takes, you're still getting up and thriving and doing something right now even if you're just breathing you're still deciding to do that because you could have chosen not to so for anyone that has ever considered anything other than that i'm proud of you and i'm glad that you are still here right and so you we to appreciate somebody just doing what it is that they do throughout the day because we downplay what we do throughout the day often. But then for whatever reason, we can find it easy to look upon somebody else and be like, oh, I'm proud of you got up and did that. So keep that in mind. I'd really be proud of somebody that just got up, put their their uniform on, even though, mind you, I'm recently delving into my own entrepreneurship, right? But I definitely still salute 
like a hundredfold somebody getting up, putting their uniform on and going to their job. Like you drove, you worked through traffic, you, you know, park, found a parking space. If they took your parking space, you know, whatever, you missed breakfast, you got breakfast, you didn't do your morning routine, whatever. You dropped the kids off to school, whatever, yeah. and still crushed away and went and did your job. And then for the folks that do it well and excel at it and just gave it their all, like that's a big deal for me. That's one thing I look forward to of just the people that I call my people. I'm so proud of in their day-to-day operations and functions. Like you did something. Okay. You took a nap today. I'm proud of you. That's a big deal. You allowed yourself the rest, like whatever it is. I'd be so grateful to God. Like the, when I go into prayer for y'all and I pray for the viewers for the baby, like I pray for everyone. Like that is just on me to cover people. And so when I do that, it's really praising God for the things that y'all may sleep on, the things that you may not even be proud of yourself or may not pause in a moment to be proud of yourself and pat yourself in the back for, I'm proud of you. And all of that goes right around into the topic of, can we just talk about family? This is the B-Mix family. Y'all are my family. Like, again, so it's not, it goes right into the idea of not necessarily being, having to be blood and biological. Absolutely reverence those people too, though, because you're part of that family for a reason. That is your charge to be a part of that family and to make the best of that, right? Mm -hmm. Despite whatever you have experienced. And I am, you know, aware that some situations are worse than others and, you know, some things are just really bad. There is also, hear me and hear me, there is always some good out of something, even if it's a lesson. It's probably the best good out of it, okay? So it's it's for you to be able to see that because sometimes, and that's my last point for now, I promise, Sometimes it's on us because we may have missed the impression that was intended to be left upon us. Don't miss that impression that's Mm. left on because sometimes we may choose the impression. I'm not saying always, but definitely sometimes that, you know, somebody can give and give and give and all and and give all the good. And it might've been to the best of their ability to be able to, you know, love you in the way that you seem so that you need and that you may have vocalized or whatever, but somehow, some way, you know, there's somebody just still wants to complain and you still want to only hold on to what was not done or the small, tiny little things that may not have been done. Right. And I'm not saying that you don't have the right to feel how you feel about what may not have been done or how something was done unto your liking. I mean, Mm -hmm. to your disliking, but Again, back to the balance of considering the good along with everything else. There is good in looking back at the situation with fresh eyes, you know. That's it. And not from uh, a hurt, maybe child or, you know, a child that doesn't fully understand the adult world and then Uh you grow up. Uh And then you get certain things that you didn't get when you were younger, you know. Uh And um, I definitely can attest to that. Now, I did think that my grandparents were super unfair and, like, overprotective. And I'm like, well, my friends are allowed to do it. <laughs> and they used to love to say, just because everybody's doing it doesn't mean you need to do it. If somebody was to jump off the bridge, yeah. they love to say that to me. And I used to be like, what kind of example is that? <laughs> like, I was always that child that was, like, a little bit debative. I definitely used to get, my, get popped in the mouth and, like, punished. <laughs> Poor talking back, even though I wasn't going to actually get punished originally. But <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? You talk too much. Now you punish. <laughs> so, but now realizing that 
even though I hated that example because it was just like, of course I'm not going to jump off a bridge. Like, Right, right. I hate that. Like, no, like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, um, won't I die? Right, and then I'd be the one. Like, now I'm sad at the thought of thinking that my friends would jump off a bridge. Like, now I want to call them and check on them. Like, chill. It was deep. It was deep for me. But <laughs> right, right. It is that you know all parents are not created alike. That's number one. Hmm. Some parents don't have the same expectations for their children as other people do and so you know when you want your child to turn out to be a certain way sometimes your rules are a little more strict Mm -hmm. or if you want to keep your child from harm and you're a little bit more cautious of a person Mm -hmm. um I get it now like now that I am an adult now I'm like definitely that person that's like oh my goodness why are they letting their children have their hair dyed when they're only like? (laughs) (laughs) It's inevitable that we turn into those people. Mm -hmm. When I was 12, I was mad. (laughs) It's just a little color. (laughs) But now I get it from adult eyes. Being a person who became 16, 17 and was shapely and being approached by adult men and now and presenting myself in an a quote-unquote adult manner mm-hmm. along with this adult body even though my age says that I'm whatever mm-hmm. you know that puts me in danger mm-hmm. and so just that alone like and and of course hair coloring to some people is mild and that was a mild example that I used but you know we definitely got things past that and so not to judge anybody, but right. Right. now I'm the person that I wasn't. I didn't view it that way when I was right. that young. Now that I'm an adult, I view it that way. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, when I have kids, my daughter will probably be like, why can't I put Drake in my hair? Yes. I'm like, so? Okay, not happening. It's, it's not happening. And, and you know what's, what I love about this if we just stick with hair alone or just na- not even just hair, but like natural appearance, right? Yeah. Natural beauty. I That's one thing. That's what I said. I always, I can't help but think about things in long-term and then think about them deeply because I, what I really love is that the more we push and, and not even just push, but show and display our appreciation for natural state, natural beauty, natural hair, natural, you know, hair in the natural state, everything, right? Is that I think eventually, because we have to consider, like, I think there's a loophole right here. Like there's this part of the generation here that, you know, is all about give me the weaves and give me the nails and this. But I if I... I probably think a little more about this, but because it just came to me because of what you said. But I think like our the actual next generation, because you know, they're millennials, right? Yeah. And then there's like what was that Generation Z, Generation X? Yeah. But then there's it's right in between the two, right? Yeah, those folk, and you'd be like, ah. so technically they're a part of our generation. They're the youngest. I think like what I forget what year. I don't know, well, like ninety two. Yeah. Was if it you're born 1996, is that's the last year. Thank of you. Okay. Thank you. I don't know why I was supposed to say 92. Um, <laughs> but like 96. So it's like for them to be, they're still a younger part of our generation. I think that's the part, right? That that we're like, well, we're disconnected from them. And then so I can understand they probably feel, you know, at some part left out. Um, 
but so past them though, like I think younger than that and the generation after that, and then the next ones to continue to come on, I think it'll catch, you know, on to be like, Hey, like, I know I'm not trying to keep you, you know, from this, like it's because really I love, if you want to lock your hair, if you want to do that, okay, yeah. like, let's go natural. If you want to do something radical, yeah. you know, instead of it being, cause our radical was because we came from the, the press and curl days, you know, the yeah. hot comb, the kiss my neck, ouch, you know, like yeah. days of this is the beauty. And so it's like, well, honestly, they really couldn't fault us. Even if I'm, I'm sure they did not think of it this way, but you really couldn't fault us for the, our radical idea of like, expressing ourselves in our hair was like hair color because yeah. what else have you shown me that right. is a beauty that I can, you know, ne- you know, gravitate toward, like besides mm. just coloring it because other than mm. that, you've already told me that my natural state isn't pretty, you know? So they didn't understand that mm. what was, you know, being pushed and said, or rather what was not being said mm. was speaking louder than what was actually being pushed for and said. So it is like, again, about the impression a family, like of just what we know to be. And I love how we embrace, you know, our black, 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 coming from black mamas, coming from black daddies, black grandparents and all that black aunties and uncles. But um, there's a lot to embrace. And of course, there's a lot to, <laughs> a lot to let go of. <laughs> Definitely a lot, to, you know. Just to a through. small little statement, just a uh-huh. little funny. <laughs> just a little funny. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to get my hair colored until I was 16. And let me tell you, ever since I've been 16, I've been coloring my hair. Because, like, I am obsessed. Like, that real, that's like, I'm obsessed. Like, I don't even, I swear, my natural hair color bores me. And I think that's just because I am a, just, like, a person that likes to, like, express herself in, like, fun ways. Like, I don't want to see just my dark brown hair all around. Like, even though it's cool. Yeah. I, won't, I don't never try to get rid of it completely. I'm more of a highlights person than okay. an actual, like, full-on die. Yeah. But sometimes I've done it myself and went a little bit overboard. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and it happens to the best of us, and that's okay. I remember distinctly um, that I, for whatever reason, I wish I could remember what age I was when I started thinking about this. I was just, I was weird. And it was, and I was totally okay with being weird. But at some point, I remember the two fascinations that I had, I wanted blue hair and a tongue ring. And I remember, <laughs> like, those are just my things. And so, of course, neither of the two was like, and, and both my mom and dad were really big on, like, my hair. Like, just, you can't cut it. My mother hated that. I remember that, I think it was when I turned 10 or 11 or something that, 12, I don't know. Uh, one of those three ages where she had always younger than then, she'd always said, well, once you turn this age, then that's when you can get your hair permed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I held her to it like, daddy, mommy said, and I'm 12 now, so I can. And so she did it. And I'm going to love it. obsessed and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. um, so that, but so that was like the only like, okay, but you definitely can't cut it. Like, nope, it's not. No, no, no. And so just keeping hair and keeping it long and thick and pretty, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and so whatever age I was, and I was just like, yep, I want blue hair. I want a tongue ring because I thought it was the coolest thing ever, like a hole in your tongue. That's what makes it right for not thinking. So the love that you said about, about how the things that we wouldn't be able to think of and consider, but of course, as we get older, like, oh, okay, I get it. And yeah. Something about me, I don't know why, it was part of my weirdness. My weird side is very long list. Um, that I used to, I really, I I think I got out of it once I, because eventually I did get my tongue pierced. But anyway, um, beforehand though, I used to always play with my tongue a lot. Like literally just be sitting there thinking, you know, 
just whatever. And so I'm sure like his parents are like, oh, first of all, no. <laughs> right. And then you're playing with this. Like, no, you won't. <laughs> you won't be sitting there listening. No, no. Right. Like, you what ain't, you been doing? right. Right. Like you're going to be learning nobody in on that. So got it. Um, but I didn't get it then. So of course the first time when I got it done and blah, 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 I was able to hide it for as long as I could, but, and I was not this kid. And, and then I was, um, of getting something and hiding it. But, uh, it's just, yeah. so to think about that, when you said about like the hair color and all that, of just, you know, how things could be viewed. And then with the hair, it was just like, no, like you can't put any chemical. And it's funny because I don't think they meant it this way of like, Oh, keep the hair in a natural state. But I guess technically that's what they were pushing for as far as like the no color thing, I guess, especially because of the color that I wanted too. Mm-hmm. And so I found that it was gorgeous. It was so pretty, but they just were not having it. And so um, where was I going with that? I'm not sure. I was chiming in on it and I swear I had a point that I was trying to get to. Totally lost it. Um, <laughs> but I wanted a nose ring. And I finally got it this year in January. Really? I feel like I've seen you with different... No? No, girl. That was my promise to myself. I said, I am continuing to do things that I've always wanted to do to express myself. I had to get this nose ring because that is important because I've always wanted one and then always felt like it was like unprofessional. That's why I didn't get it. But now I'm like, hey, I'm an entrepreneur. Okay. I got the freedom, baby. (laughs) 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 Give me two of them. So it doesn't, I'm not even going to try to sit here and waste some minutes to try to figure out where it came from. But either way, I just got it done. And then I've definitely loved it ever since. I know the one thing, once I finally got my nose pierced though, that I, I always saw people with the hoop and I was just like, I like it, but there's no way. And I think one of the about uh, professionalism and just really always consider is about that self-talk y'all. Now we sitting here talking you into getting your nose pierced. No, not necessarily. If, if you're so moved, right. <laughs> if you're so moved, but it's not like we're sitting here like, go get it, everybody. But I will say that and there's always a lesson to get out of something. And so the self-talk that I always had, I always, you know, listen to. So this is why it's important to remember about um, the impression that's left upon us, because I know that um, I've been made fun of like having a big nose and my dad has a big nose. He's known for having a big nose, whatever. And so it was so like, oh, you have a big nose like your dad and da 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 So I always just saw this and I really look at myself in the mirror even these days and be like, bruh, it's so proportionate to my face. Like, yeah, I remember watching a video earlier today and oh, oh shout out to um, Toby Nigwe. I love him. Oh my lord, his whole movement. But there's a um, matter of fact, thank you for bringing up his name because I want to put my brother onto him. I, I hope Aaron falls in love with him like I think everybody else is. Like, oh my goodness. Um, yeah, put put him onto him. He's definitely a black. Exactly. A fresh vibe. And you know what? I am I happened to just bring him up because of the video that I'm talking about, because it was uh his Facebook watch. 
um, that uh, where they were just talking about just being just unapologetically black, like even just the you know little quirks that we had within our community, just being that. And so I remember like a woman, like she was, she was like, yes, I'm like, okay, I have a wide nose, okay. And I remember looking at the video, like I wasn't looking at, it, I was just listening to, it, and I looked at, it, I'm like, she only have a big nose. Like the things that we will say, so what? It's, yes, it's different, I'm sure, than a white person's nose, but it okay, it should be. You ain't white, okay? No, white. Okay, so it's just all that. But I love, I'm so glad that you even ignited me about bringing him up because I think that's a perfect way to even end the show. Like, look at the movement that this man is on. And if no, I don't know if anybody else really thinks of him and reverence him the way that I think of him, which is just, I mean, his music is good. Yes, yeah. his vibe, he said he designs their look. I mean, he just does. Yes. But the man is such a family man. Yes. Oh my goodness. Like, his wife is in every music video. The way he With just the has chilled the babies. He's a proud man. All of this other extra stuff in the video. A proud what black man. Like, it's that alone for me. Give me that. I want you to marry into a family that we are so good. Our unit is just so built up, filled yeah. up with all of this. And then, you know, so I, I I, know I said I want that family, you know, to marry into one yeah. where their family is like this. But at the least, if I had that, then have me coming from whatever happened in my family, your family being whatever. Listen, it's us. So either way, cultivate Black family. That's, yeah. it. That's all I got tonight. I'm so heavy, and I just want to reiterate how heavy I am that you brought his, him up because my brother likes a lot of trap music, and I ain't gonna say that I dislike it, <laughs> but I just want to open his world up. You know, yeah, just a little bit more because he's he's already opened his mind up, mm-hmm. but also you know, a music music is a powerful down. Oh yes, very, and so. It could very easily keep you, or not keep you, but also have you still moving in the same old mindset. Yes, it can. That, yes, that it you can. are seeking to move yourself yeah. from, you know. Yeah, and I understand that he can't listen to trap music at all. And plus, he's a grown man, so he's going to do what he want to do. Right. But I think that it is something that he could need mm-hmm. um, his receive well. I think that he would uh-huh. like it. I mean, I'm sure that, you know, he was in prison for seven and a half years. So, you know, certain, just in that environment alone, only certain types of music are really like yeah, popular or popular in there, you know? And so they, they have like access to BET and stuff like that. Okay. So like, well, maybe not BET, but the radio at okay. least. So, okay. you know, Toby okay. don't really get played on 92K. Right. Right, right. how about that? And that's the thing, and that's one of the things I'm happy about, even with just music in general now, is that people are really expanding past what everybody is supposed to be listening to and really going and saying, what what should I be listening to? How about that? That is it. What should I be listening to? Not just music what it is that people are saying to you, how it mm-hmm. is that somebody is conveying a message to you, what you see around you, what you think about and imagine outside of your immediate environment is so important because there are so many different buckets that are pouring into you and it's up to you to choose what it is that leaves an imprint on. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, that leaves an lasting impression. So we know that family is the longest lasting impression, but it's still your choice to allow that to impact you in a way that, or how you, I guess, regenerate that and what you put out from what it is that's been poured into you. So please, if you do nothing else, remember the good in your family because there's so much of it. Don't get stuck on believing that there's just so much trauma and so much this. While there may be, there is good in it too, y'all, okay? Trust me, y'all heard us talk tonight. (laughs) There's plenty of good all up and through everything else that may come to mind in family and hold on to that. Do not let go of the significance of family, of the empowerment that you receive naturally from your family environment, from your familial environment, from your family unit. It's important for you to keep that in mind. With that being said, all hearts are clear. (laughs) On one accord, I say thank you from me and Jazz. This has been another episode of The B-Mix. Thank you, Jasmine, for coming back. with us, talking about family. Thank you for sharing your experiences. I honor you for them. Thank you for your strength. Um, and for each of you out there, we love you. And until next time, man, peace. Thank you.